Good morning, afternoon, or evening. You may delete as appropriate. My name is Chad Lamon, and I'm here hosting your... I keep saying, I want to say your 60th some odd episode of Ministry Bits, which is what it is, but it's only Season 5, Episode 5. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about cheap live streaming. And might put a little bit of an asterisk on uh, cheap. Um, depends on what your definition of cheap is. Uh, but this is just about as cheap and as about as professional as you can get is the setup we're going to be talking about today. Again, hopefully uh, you're having a good holiday season. Happy holidays to you. This will be our last episode before uh, 2021. And uh, we'll come back in January with some new episodes and finish out season five in the spring and um, we've got some got some good stuff planned for you. Got some good interviews planned. Uh, got some interesting topics and subjects that you have asked about, and hopefully I'll be able to talk about those and be talk, talking about um, uh, that with some other people. And I really appreciate speaking of other people. I really appreciate Robert Hatfield having me on his show, Preachers in Training, for the gift guide episode. This will be an excellent opportunity for you to go back and listen to that if you have not. And get you some last-minute gift ideas. And um, there's a good list of about a dozen things on there. If you're a preacher, a tech nerd, or both, um, a minister, any kind of any kind of church worker, uh, there's some pretty cool uh, little things on there as well. So make sure you check that out. And that was season. I had actually rebroadcasted it here on the podcast uh, two weeks ago. And so go ahead and check that out in the previous episode if you would like. But again, thank you so much to Robert Hatfield and the Light Network for uh, hosting that. So 2020 made us painfully aware. Uh, this this year has made us painfully aware that our uh, live streaming in our churches is essential. Um, and I, I'm not going to debate the, the couch church argument. Uh, that's another show. If you want to talk about that somewhere else and the ethics of that and the scriptural implications and spiritual implications of that, then, then be my guest. I, I do not think that, um, that virtual church should ever replace, uh, being in person, physical church, um, church worship. And, uh, so that's my stance on that, obviously. And I think most of you all feel the same way. Um, but this year has, has create afforded us a great opportunity. Think about this. Uh, and I've, I've always thought about this. What if this pandemic had happened 20 years ago? What would we have done? Um, we we wouldn't have had just, you know, 15, 20 years ago, we didn't have streaming services in place. It's just been the last, really, if you think, the last seven or eight years that streaming has become mainstream, so to speak. Had to put that in there. And if you think about it, it's been fairly, you know, the, the companies and the and the uh, the outfits and the, the churches that were doing live streaming five, 10, 15 years ago were, you know, the big, huge ones that were, that were huge, that had a lot of money to, to throw into that. And it was not cheap, uh, to do a live stream type service. Um, but now, uh, with 800 to a thousand dollars, you can have a great live stream setup. And notice I said, you know, there, there's an asterisk on cheap. You might not think that 800 or a thousand dollars is cheap, but when it comes to this kind of equipment, when it comes to where he, we have come from in streaming, 
then it is absolutely essential that you have a good streaming, professional streaming setup at your church, uh, in your ministry, whatever that may be. Maybe your youth ministry needs a, a streaming setup in your youth center or something like that in your youth classroom. This would also work for that as well. This is pretty flexible across a lot of different um, kind of venues and setups. So let's get started and let's first talk about the thing that you need the most, and that is the computer. Now, the computer itself uh, doesn't really matter, whether it's a Mac or a PC. What does matter is that it's a tad bit more powerful than something that's bottom line, something that is uh, that you would go buy a, a $399 Chromebook or laptop at, at Walmart. Uh, a Chromebook is not going to work for this. Uh, you're not going to be able to do this with a tablet, uh, an iPad, so to speak. Um, I'm sure there's a way you could hack it together, but the software that you need and the things that you need in this setup particularly does not run with streaming. Uh, you can easily go buy a microphone for your um, iPhone or Android phone and stream directly to YouTube from that. And um, and that would be a sufficient kind of setup for a lot of people. Um, sure makes a really good $129 lightning-connected microphone that hooks right to your, your phone. You can put your phone on a nice little tripod mount, and you're off to the races. And so, so if you need something super uh, portable and super cheap uh, that will still stream to YouTube and or Facebook – not at the same time, but we'll still stream to either one of those, uh, then you should maybe look into that. So if you're just looking for classroom stuff, maybe you should look into that. But this is mainly for a um, stationary, non-portable streaming setup, and you need a Mac or a PC for that. And it doesn't matter if it's a laptop, it doesn't matter if it's a desktop computer, but you need to have USB 3.0 or 3.1. And don't get me started on USB. USB can get incredibly confusing really quickly. Uh, but basically what you need to look for is the uh, – they're usually the blue regular rectangular USB ports. If it's the blue ports, if it's got a blue port on it, uh, you should be good to go. Uh, most of the time you'll have – especially on um, PCs, you'll have – two USB 3.0 ports, which are blue, and then two that are not, or one that's not, or something like that. Uh, and your mouse and keyboard and stuff like that, it does not need USB 3.0. It just needs to be plugged into regular USB. But if you have USB 3.0 or 3.1, uh, then you're usually good to go. USB is a little bit confusing to where USB 3.0 and 3.1 can look like USB-C ports as well. And again, not all USB-C ports are created equal. But if you are buying a new computer these days, especially the ones that I'm going to recommend to you here in a second, then it's you're probably going to be okay. Uh, I bought both of these computers. Well, I say that. I bought one of these computers, the Dell uh, Workstation computer that I'm going to talk about here in a second. I bought it um, or helped buy it for a church here in town. And it actually has all of those ports on it. It has regular rectangular USB 3.0 blue ports and not blue ports. It also has um, some other uh, USB-C ports on it. And the way that you can tell if it's a uh, if it's a speedy enough port for you to use is it's got a little USB symbol on it, you know, that weird arrows and circle symbol. And then it says SS for super speed. And so um, it's got a USB-C port right on the front as well. So that, that would work 
uh, absolutely for this setup that we're going to be talking about. Uh, if it is a desktop, if you buy a desktop computer, um, then you will need a mouse and keyboard and a monitor as well. And again, you don't have to go fancy with any of that. Uh, you can just get a regular, um, cheap $130 HDMI monitor from Walmart. Um, if it does 1080p, uh, you should be good to go. Uh, and a mouse and keyboard, I mean, I think you can get super cheap mouse and keyboards USB from uh, $14.99 on Amazon. So it doesn't have to be expensive, um, especially since you're only going to be using it a few times a week or, you know, just get what you what you can. I'm not going to link those in the show notes because there's so many of them that you can get. Um, but again, just uh, you'll need a mouse, keyboard, and monitor if you get a desktop computer. And desktops is what I'm going to recommend for this setup. Because laptop tends to have less ports, it tends to be less powerful, um, and desktops tend to you know do better in both of those arenas. They tend to have more ports, and they tend to be just a tad bit more powerful because they're they're plugged up. You don't have to worry about battery life. You don't have to worry about any of that kind of stuff. And so, what I'm recommending for you first is the Dell Precision Compact Workstation, um, and this is a tiny little tower computer. Uh, and when I say tiny, like you, it is, it's not like Mac mini tiny, um, or Apple TV tiny, but it is for a, for a full blown tower workstation computer. It is pretty nice and, uh, it will, it's pretty compact. So if you've got a small space, um, that you are looking at to put this streaming setup in, this is the perfect computer. It's got plenty of ports on it. Uh, again, it's got a USB-C port on the front that you can uh, interface with, uh, with the equipment that I'm going to talk about here in a second, but it's 750 bucks. Um, and that's getting, um, a little bit more Ram in it and upgrading it, but 750 bucks, um, for the computer. Now notice I said at the beginning, I said for 800 to a thousand dollars, you can have a great live stream setup. Well, that wasn't counting the computer. Odds are you're going to be able to use the computer that you have, uh, to do some of this stuff. If it has a, uh, ethernet connection, uh, that you can plug directly into the internet and stream from. Uh, and if it is able to have USB 3.0, then you're, you're good to go on the Apple side. Um, the, I recommended a PC, but on the Apple side, I would highly recommend, and I have talked about this before in a video on my YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com slash Chad Landman, um, an Apple M one Mac mini and M one standing for the chip, the new Apple made chip that's in it, those start at $699. Uh, my friend Eric Gray, I haven't heard from him yet, but it's probably because he's so enraptured by his new computer. He got one of these yesterday. So I'm going to, I'm going to talk with him about that hopefully on the podcast here, hopefully soon. And, uh, he's got one of these, but the M one computers have had raving reviews and they are going to be perfect for you to have a nice little streaming setup. So either that Dell Precision Compact Workstation or the Apple M1 Mac Mini would be fantastic to have as this uh, as the the computer running this setup. Uh, especially the Apple M1 is going to be able to run uh, op OBS, open broadcasting software. OBS is notoriously uh, bad at resources, meaning it really makes um, computers work really hard. And, um, that Apple M1 Mac mini is going to just eat it alive. It's going to be fine. 
Um, the Dell workstation will be also be fine. It's relatively powerful enough to do that. So um, you don't want to skimp on your computer if you want a long-term live stream setup, if you want to keep this streaming setup going for six, seven, eight years. Now we move on to the centerpiece. And uh, normally you'd say the computer is the centerpiece, but this is actually the hub for everything that you're going to be doing. Everything is going to be going through this piece of equipment. And what I'm talking about is the Blackmagic Design ATEM Mini. I don't know what ATEM stands for, A-T-E-M, but it's the Blackmagic Design ATEM Mini. And this is a hub for any HDMI source, whether that's 720p, 1080p, it'll even downgrade uh, 2K and 4K inputs. It has four HDMI video inputs that you plug anything into and it will scale it appropriately. It will take audio in via two one-eighth headphone jacks, which is just a regular headphone jack, and you can do that with line or mic input. So you can do a, a direct mic input or you can do it through a line input through your board, which is what we're going to talk about here in just a minute. And I would invite you, do not skimp on the audio. Uh, most setups uh, can take the audio right from your PA board with the right cable, and that cable is going to vary uh, based upon what board you have and whether your board is analog, whether it's older or it's a newer board and it's digital. And so, again, um, you can control your audio right there uh, on the computer. The coolest part of the Blackmagic Design uh, setup is that it comes with... Um, really nice switcher software that you run on the computer. And again, it's Mac or PC. And you can run the switcher entirely on the software with it connected via USB-C to your computer. Um, every camera, every audio source hooks into the ATEM, and then that ATEM hooks one cable to your computer, and it runs everything through that. Uh, the switcher software is feature-packed. It controls audio. It controls presets. It controls camera switching. Um, this whole package, and this little thing is no bigger than an Apple Magic keyboard. It's it's very, very small. It's very, very well built. It's the best value in live streaming right now at $295. Uh, this same piece of equipment six or seven years ago would have been worth 10 times that much. Um, so, again... This is the Blackmagic Design ATEM Mini. Unbelievably valuable piece of machinery. We have, I think we have two here at Graymere, one that I use for some stuff. It's just a wonderful piece of tech. And um, you couldn't get them uh, when they came out earlier in February. They came out right before the pandemic hit. Uh, you couldn't find them for months after the pandemic hit because so many people were buying them up. Uh, but again, the centerpiece of it all, the Blackmagic Design A10 Mini. And again, all the links will be in the show notes at chadl.co slash mbits slash s5e5, season five, episode five. Let's move on to the cameras. Now, you don't need fancy cameras and you don't need multiple cameras, but it is great to have. And the camera that I always recommend to somebody who is starting their stream out is the Canon Vixia HF 800 camcorder. Uh, it is a fantastic little camcorder. Uh, it's very small, which means you can mount it anywhere you want. You can put it on a tripod pretty much anywhere you want. It's not a huge, big camera. It is a tremendous camera for the size and the price. You can zoom in 
uh, ridiculous amounts with a clear picture. So if you are worried that putting this camera in the back of your auditorium connected to your ATEM with your, on your sound booth and your video booth is not going to be able to pick it up. I'm telling you, the zoom on this thing is amazing. Um, really, really fantastic. And since you have audio being captured through your PA board, um, it's kind of irrelevant where the cameras are. Uh, both connect with a mini HDMI to HDMI cable. And I think they, I think they come with that, but if they don't, one of those mini HDMI to HDMI cables is about five to eight bucks on Amazon. And you can pick up a couple of those and you can usually get those in six or 12 foot runs if you need a little bit longer cable. But again, just get you a nice little Manfrotto, you know, $30, $40 tripod, put this camera on it, put a couple of these on there, have one zoomed in, have one with a wide shot of the congregation, and you've got a great looking setup. Uh, A big upgrade, if you've got some more money and you want to go with a better, a much better camera, the, uh, the Canon Vixia retails at $250. And sometimes you can find them for even cheaper than that. I've seen them on Amazon for $199. Um, They're mostly sold out almost all the time because they're such a great camera for such a great value. But a big upgrade would be the Canon HFG50. And I'll have that linked in as well. Uh, That one is much more expensive. It's 900 bucks. But again, it's going to be one of those that you can use for portrait shooting, for um, shooting videos that you want to may- maybe put and edit and broadcast later. Uh, you can use that, that for live streaming, or you can use that for production work as well. And again, that's the Canon HF G50. But I highly recommend those tiny little Canon Vixia HF 800s. And uh, any variation of those that you can find, I think there's an HF um, 600, there's an HF 850, I think there's some of those. Any of those that you can find are going to be wonderful. You can also record with SD cards on those. And so if you want to record uh, separately, you can also record via SD card as well. Now, you have all this stuff. You've got your computer. You've got your centerpiece and the Blackmagic Design A10 Mini. You hook all your cameras and all your sources up to it, your computer. You can even hook your computer and broadcast your PowerPoint and switch to that uh, via one of the HDMI ports on the uh, ATEM Mini there. But when you get all this stuff hooked up, how do you actually stream? Well, YouTube YouTube and Facebook are really the only platforms that you need to worry about. Um, Both are free, um, but again, they're free for a reason. Uh, YouTube might place ads on your videos um, as well as Facebook. Facebook may, you've, you've all watched a video on Facebook and seen that they just put ads in the middle of a broadcast. So if somebody's watching your broadcast after the fact, they may put it on there. Now you can stream on Facebook privately. I put that in quotes, quote unquote, privately to a, just a group or a page. You can do that. That's what we do here at Graymere. So only people that are members of the group will see the, um, will see the broadcast unless it is shared outside of that group. Uh, you can also stream to Facebook and YouTube at the same time. I would not recommend this though. Um, if you want to stream to both of those at the same time, uh, I would recommend that you look into a service called Restream. Restream can do that easily for you. There is a subscription cost to that, but it's not significant. It's only um, 20, 30 bucks a month. Um, there's some, there are several other services that maybe people have subscribed to in the past, but 
Uh, I've found that Restream has the best picture quality and they're the easiest to work with. Uh, I use them for a project not too far back. Um, but the ATEM switcher is seen on the computer as a webcam. And so you can just switch back and forth uh, between those video sources, whether it be a computer or a camera or any kind of other HDMI input coming in. And you can capture good audio with the proper cable out of your PA system. And that's the setup. I mean, that's it. You've got your computer. You've got your software, switching software on the computer that you get with the Blackmagic A10 Mini. You set all that up. And then you get two nice little cameras or just maybe even just one camera if you want. Plug it in and set up your streaming account on YouTube and set it up on Facebook and uh, make sure you have the right inputs, the right sources selected, and you're off to the races. You should be pretty good to go. Now, the only thing I'd add on to that is what happens when you want to edit that video afterwards. Well, if you want to edit that video and put some graphics on it, put some a beginning and an end and things like that, it might benefit you to make your video more presentable once it's not live. And so if you wanted to reach more people and you want to re-upload that video to the same group or page or channel or something like that, then I would highly recommend um, DaVinci Resolve. That's uh, both for Mac and PC. It's from also from Blackmagic Design, and it's free, and it's wonderful. And if you buy the Blackmagic Design A10 Mini, you get a free download code for that one as well. I think you can just download it for free uh, anyways. Uh, but also, Final Cut Pro is Apple Mac only, it's $299, and it is an easy step from iMovie. If you have been using iMovie uh, to put together videos, Final Cut is a natural step above that, and it is wonderful. Adobe Premiere Pro for Mac and PC is also good. It's a bit of a more complex option, and it does require a $40 to $60 a month subscription for that, for one of those packages. And so I would think that your best bet would be DaVinci Resolve, especially if all you want to do is add some titles and some graphics, put some extra video in there and maybe cut the ends off of the video and repost it to YouTube and Facebook, make it look a little bit more professional than just the raw broadcast. So that is it. Just as a quick review, we talked about uh, Mac and PC. We talked about the Dell Precision Compact Workstation. We talked about the Apple M1 Mac Mini. Both will be excellent choices for your streaming setup. We talked about the Blackmagic Design ATEM Mini. And there's also the ATEM Mini Pro. Um, and if you need monitoring capabilities, it's twice the price at $600. Um, if you have the money, you can get that one as well. We talked about the cameras. We talked about the Canon Vixia HF800. They're super small, little, wonderful cameras that have great, ridiculous, clear picture on the zoom. It looks wonderful. And then we talked about uh, streaming to YouTube and Facebook. Uh, probably if you don't want to use a service like Restream, you probably just need to pick one of those. Ideally, you would pick YouTube because Facebook can be really particular with their streaming. And um, you can always embed it from YouTube onto Facebook. You can always rebroadcast as, as well. Last but not least, we talked about video editing. I recommended DaVinci Resolve from Blackmagic Design. It's free and it's wonderful. And you should definitely look into that. Here's my question to you. What questions do you have? I want to hear from you. I want to hear from you. Email me directly at chad.landman at gmail.com. I'd love to know your thoughts. You can actually go to my website, chadl.co, 
and go to the contact page there and email me that way if you'd like to. You can reach out to me on Twitter. Uh, this show is on Twitter at Ministry Bits, M-I-N-S-T-R, uh, Ministry, I can't even spell out loud, Ministry Bits, at Ministry Bits, and then at Chad Landman, C-H-A-D-L-A-N-D-M-A-N. And you just uh, message me on there, private message me or mention me, and I'd love to hear all of your questions that you have about live streaming. Uh, it's been an incredible year. It has been incredibly difficult. It has also been incredibly eye-opening in some places. And I hope that the end of the year here, as we record on December 15th, uh, I hope that the rest of the holidays are blessed for you. I hope that your church has brighter days ahead in 2021. And that is when we will see you next. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Please share this as much as you want. Uh, please respond or share it on uh, Twitter and Facebook. And uh, thank you so very much for uh, supporting Ministry Bits this year. And go out, have a blessed week, blessed holiday season, and we'll see you in 2021.